If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hi, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about how to double your sales by implementing five intentional sales habits the five intentional sales habits that can really take your business to the next level. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches. I'm super excited to dive into today's show. I think you're gonna like a lot of what I've got to share because often I think selling and scaling and taking our businesses to the next level can seem overwhelming. But here's the thing. What matters is what you do every single day and what your team does every single day over time that makes the biggest difference. So often we think it's these big things that we have to do to get to the next level. But I want you to think like, what if it's, what if the things that, what if it's the things that you're doing every day? And what if you can make some small shifts to take things to the next level? I shared with you that, you know, I'm going to be doing a lot more solo shows like this where it's just us having a conversation because there's so much information that I want to share with the world about selling and taking your business to the next level. There's so many limiting beliefs and there's so much fear out there about, about what it really takes to grow a business. And I want to blow through some of those, um, those limiting beliefs and show you that when you simplify the sales process, you can actually have fun with it. It can become easier and then you can train other people in your business to sell and help you scale your business as well. So that's, that's my intention. It's the reason I wanted to do today's show about, really about um, how to double your sales by implementing five intentional sales habits. And, and there are five. And as I've said before, if you've, or if you've been to sales camp, you've heard me say, you know, that I'm going to share some things that you've probably heard before, but the true test is whether or not you're implementing these ideas and getting results. Okay. So that's the way to test. Like you might've heard it. You might feel like, you know it, but ask yourself, you know, am I getting the, am I really getting the results that I want or what do I need to do to fine tune that area in my business so I can grow? Here's the thing. I, I'm a coach. I'm a certified coach. I'm a sales coach. I'm a business coach. Um, I have coaches on my team and 
what I'm sharing with you is what has helped our clients double and triple their sales in a very short amount of time for many of them. The truth is you're 95% more likely to achieve your goals by working with a coach and getting that support. And just by showing up and listening to the podcast, you're getting this information and it, you know, just, you know, don't be a listener. Don't be someone who's standing on the sidelines. I want you to actually take what we're sharing with you, what I'm sharing, what my guests are sharing and, and do something with it so that you can have a completely different year uh, than maybe the years before. Okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna dive into the content. So if you're not on a treadmill and you're not driving somewhere, <laughs> anyway, no matter what, if you're, as long as you're safe somewhere, take out a pen and a piece of paper and take some notes because I, I guarantee you this is, this is gonna have, this is gonna have, this um, show it is gonna have nuggets that really truly can help you get to that, that next level, whatever that next level is for you. Because we're talking about habits, I wanted to share two of my favorite books in this arena. And some of these you've probably already read. If not, I highly recommend that you read them or um, listen to them in your car while you're working out. The first one is um, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And it's one of, my, one of my first books that I really dived into about habits. And Charles did such a great job of of researching his content. And he's got so much great information in that book. And it's one that I think you'll, you'll find really powerful. One of the things that really stood out for me is he talked about how to change a habit in three days. <laughs> I'm always about like, how can I do something faster? How can I make that change faster? If you think about this in like working out, it's like, how can I, you know, make that new workout my habit? And what he said is that in the studies and things that he's looked into in the research, that you can change a habit in as little as three days by tying it to an existing habit. Simple way to think about this is let's imagine that you want to make more sales calls because we'll talk about that today. Most people want to add that they want to make more sales calls or they want their sales team to make more sales calls and they're wondering why they're not doing it. Most of the time it's because it hasn't become a habit. There's nowhere in their day where it's like written in as an appointment with themselves. And if it's, I would say if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't happen. Okay. So Charles Duhigg talked about how to um, tie uh, the hat, the new habit that you want to an existing habit, right? So let's think about sales calls because it's, that's an easy one. Think about, you know, when you get ready for the day, how unconscious you are. Like you just do everything by habit. You get ready the same way, you get in the car the same way, you drop the kids off the same way, you get your coffee the same way, you open your computer the same way, you look at email the same way, and then you open your social media the same way, and pretty soon your whole morning shot. Did I just nail a lot of your mornings? I'm sorry, I apologize if I have. It wasn't my intention. This is just what I see most of the time. It's like we've got our morning schedule down, but it doesn't serve us because we're not getting the things done that are going to take us to the next level. When I say we, believe me, I've been there. I'm constantly fine tuning my schedule. People who know me, they, they know that I run a pretty tight ship in, in my business so that I can have time off and do the things that I want to do. Like when I'm done with business, I like to be done with business. I like to be focusing on my family or my friends or the activity that I'm doing. When I'm in my business, I want to make sure I have the, the schedule so I can be disciplined in what needs to get done every day to move my company forward. So sales calls, right? So thinking about the first thing you do in the morning, for most people, right, they get ready, then they grab their favorite beverage. Mm. I have some tea because right now it's a little bit later in the day. And if I were to have coffee, that would be bad. But in the morning, I have coffee. That's the first thing. <laughs> I love to have my hot cup of coffee after I've worked out. 
cup of coffee in hand, right? So once you have that hot beverage in hand, typically what we do next is like, we, we kind of ease into our day, we open our email, we look at social media, Here's the shift. What if instead of opening up your computer and jumping in headfirst into your day, right, into email and social media, what if instead this became your cue to do 30 minutes of sales calls? <laughs> right? Some of you are going, uh, no, that's not gonna work for me. But just think, like, think how you're already limiting yourself. You're already stopping yourself before you think about how powerful this could be. Because the truth is, this would be, as Charles Duhigg talks about in The Power of Habit, this would be what we tie our new habit of making calls in the morning too. So the second we get our hot beverage, we don't open our computer. And some of you are already squirming because you're like, well, that's all, that's where my contacts are. No, you print your contacts out the night before. You have your top 25 contacts, warm or cold. If they're cold, research them ahead of time, right? So you have your list ready to go and it's, it's there. And then you just, you make, you do your calls for 30 minutes. Like that simple. I know some of you are throwing things at me right now because you're thinking, I could never do that. Yes, you can. You can. And some people are saying it's too early in the morning. I'll tell you what, if you're calling on the C-level, executives, they're sitting at their desk at probably 6.30. So if you're calling at 7, you're going to get them on the phone. They're there. If you're calling at 7.30. Some of you are like, I have to drop my kids off. I understand. Like, I get schedules. Sometimes you got to ask for help. It could your husband or your wife, could someone else drop the kids off? Like, could you rotate so you could get in at least three days of calling? Like, what could you do to create that habit? Because that's how important habits are. It's the difference between world record champions and not. <laughs> I mean, truly, like if you think about Olympic athletes, they don't get there because they're just doing their thing once in a while. They get to the top because they're, they have habits in place. And they do things every single day. It's what you do every day that matters. So can you, I'm challenging you, and we'll see how this fits in today, but could you create a new habit of making phone calls every day? I have another client who would literally drop her kids off at school, and then that was her cue to sit in her car and make 30 minutes of calls. And guess what? She went from about a $40,000 a year business to now almost a million, almost a million, almost seven, she's gonna go through seven figures in like two and a half years, maybe three years, like she's grown it that fast. And I know one of the reasons is because she made calling a habit and she found the place to do it in her car after she dropped her kids off at school. You can do that. You can create a habit. Some of you are still fighting me on this. I can feel it. But I just want to encourage you. Like, what if, what if this is the one thing that's holding you back is creating these habits? And I did say I'm going to go through five. Of course, one of them is going to be calling. We'll talk about how that fits in. Before I do that, though, I want to share what, what is a habit? Um, a habit, as defined by dictionary.com, because that's where I went today, is an acquired behavior pattern regularly followed until it has become almost involuntary. That makes sense, right? Like we have habits and things that we do every day. We brush our teeth. Hopefully we floss them, right? That's just a habit. We don't think about it anymore. We just do it because it's sitting out there. We're focused on it. So we want to start to bring more habits into the business. Another, my second favorite book, again, read it or listen to it. James Clear wrote the book Atomic Habits. There's a lot of buzz around about it right now, and rightfully so. It's a phenomenal book. It's really well-researched. I loved all of it. One of the quotes, though, that like, but like hit me between the eyes. It was so good. I want to share it with you. And I hope, I hope it resonates the same painful way it resonated with me. James Clear said, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. 
I'm going to say it again. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And your systems are what create the habits in your company, right? A system is that, that you know, that process that you create that, that someone on your team or you do over and over again could be like onboarding. How do you onboard a new client or a new customer? You do it the same way every time. Everybody knows what needs to happen. It's like when you go to McDonald's, Rebecca, always, Rebecca Hall, who's a coach and sales coach now, always talks about, you know, the McDonald's, they get a lot of flack. Like, people give them flack because of this, that. They have, they have systems that are so fine-tuned. Like, every time you get the three pickles and the same amount of, you know, onions, right? Because then no one has to think about it. Like, in your business right now, if you don't have systems in place, you don't have habits. And that, because of that, you can't grow and scale your business. All right. So let's talk about those habits that you want to get in place. And as we go through the habits, you know, there may be areas where you can actually systematize something. So someone on your team can do it at the exact same time every time or in your sales process for your sales team members or for yourself. Maybe there's a certain way that you're going to do it every single time. Here we go. The five, we're going to talk about the five intentional sales habits really that really help you double your sales. Sales habit number one is to create a stretch goal and overbook your sales funnel. Okay, there's five. I'm going to move through them quickly, but you're going to get them. And we already talked a little bit about them at a high level. But how to, so intentional habit number one, create a sales stretch goal and overbook your sales funnel. So when you come to sales camp, if you haven't yet, uh, one of the things we do is we create your double. Like we have you write down the number that you know, you want to reach on a monthly basis that at a minimum would be a double in your business. Now we've had manufacturing companies come through that if they double their sales in a month, they could go out of business. So that's a different thing. So for most of our clients though, most of our listeners, you have a service-based business. And so we look at like the first stretch for you is a double. Sometimes people, they want a triple or a quadruple in terms of their sales goal. That's up to you. But you start like to really dig into your sales habits. You got to start with a clear plan, right? Cause then we can create the habits that service that plan. So first and foremost, what is your sales stretch goal? So for those of you who are playing along at home, I want you to write it down. Like what's your annual sales stretch goal? And then how does that break down per month? Okay. And the next question I want you to ask yourself is how many appointments do I need every month to reach my sales stretch goal? I'm going to use a simple example. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, if you've been to sales camp, you know, you know the formula. Okay. But this, I want you to break it down to the ridiculous. So it's so clear and so easy. You can't help but start to win. All right. So let's say your stretch goal, making it using simple numbers for easy math is 120,000 a year, which is 10,000 a month. Okay. So to get to that goal, clearly you need 10 sales a month to get there. Imagining that your closing ratio is 50%, meaning half the people you meet with become your clients, right? Then you need 20 qualified appointments to get there. 20 qualified appointments to get there, okay? So I'm just taking, you know, 10 times two to get to 20. So that, that's your sales formula. This is a lot of times where people stop is they get the numbers, but they don't create habits or ways that they're going to get there. Because the next question should be then, okay, what are the first steps that I can take to get there? Well, the first step is to figure out, you know, how many appointments you are going to have each week to get there and then each day. So using our example of 20, 
I need 20 appointments to get there. Simple math would say, right, you're going to have an appointment a day. Well, that might not work for your schedule. So maybe you have, um, you need five appointments a week, right? Five times four is 20. So maybe you have um, two appointments on one day and three appointments on another day, if that works for you, or two, two, and one. Like you just have to figure out where the appointments are going to fit. Or maybe you have two days of the week and you do all your appointments. So open up the appointment times on your calendar so that they're ready for you to fill them, okay? If you wanna take a quantum leap in this area, like a big jump, here's my challenge for you. If you need to make 20 appointments in a month, I want you to make those 20 appointments in the first 15 days of the month. For some of you that just, your mind just blew, you're like, Ursula, I could never do that. Yes, you can. We've helped clients do that. And by front loading your month with extra appointments or all the appointments you need, then you still have the rest of the month to get there if you miss. <laughs> I did this with a client one time who, he, he was actually a sales rep for a corporation and I'm, I'm laughing. I should be laughing. It wasn't funny, but it has a happy ending. He ended up, uh, so he, I was hired by the company to help him because he was going to get fired. And so I was like, Oh, I want to help this guy. So I gave him this challenge. He needed about 20 or 25 appointments. So I said, I want you to get those 25 appointments in the first 15 days of the month. This guy was so coachable. He's like, okay, Ursula, I'm going to do it. Like he just never had had the support of the guidance. So he went out, I think he got like 20 appointments. So he still had time. He'd been averaging about 12,000 a month, right? He had to hit 50,000 to keep his job. That same month, he hit exactly 50,000, like exactly 50,000. Now, I heard like a few months later, he actually got hired. He got recruited by another company because he was crushing his sales. But he did this one thing. He got really clear on his numbers and he started to overbook his sales funnel. More numbers for you. Statistically, only 25% of your sales pipeline will close on a monthly basis. And when I say pipeline, I'm talking about like, who are the prospects that you're calling on? So for example, let's say you have $100,000 in prospects in your pipeline, only 25% of them will close on a monthly basis. So that means 25,000 should come through. Now, the more sales training you have and the more your sales closing ratio increases, you know, the the more like you'll close, like 40% will close in a month or whatever it might be. But let's just taking, being conservative, we'll say 25%. So again, if you need to close, if you have to bring in 25,000 a month, you need a hundred thousand in your pipeline. So think, you know, think about that and be using, and when I, I'm doing this because I'm Matt, we have something called a work in progress report. It's from years ago from the tech industry. One of my managers called that. I've never been able to stop calling it work in progress. All it is, is um, prospects at the top, 99% closed in the middle and closed sales at the bottom. So that way you can see like, when I say pipeline, you can see within the pipeline at the top, the middle and the bottom. And then you can see, like you can kind of move them down through the pipeline to reach your goal, hopefully to reach your sales stretch goal. Okay, so first we talked about um, having the sales stretch goal and overbooking your sales funnel. Intentional habit number two, focus only on your top 20% of prospects and activities, okay? Um, I've talked about, I did another show, I did another show on this. So definitely go back and listen to, you know, me talk about top 20% and that focus. If you come to sales camp, you've heard us talk about this as well. You want to focus on the top 20%. You know who your top 20% is. You know, it's, it's your favorite customers or your favorite clients or the ones who pay you on time. They're the easiest to work with. They love, they appreciate you. They appreciate your product. They appreciate your service. They refer business. Like, you know who your top 20% is. Okay. From there, I want you to think about the top 20% of activities that bring them in. And the 20% is like the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle, you know, that 
20% of your activity is bringing in 80% of your clients. So I want you to think about like, what do you do? What are you doing on a monthly basis in terms of marketing and selling that's really working? Is it networking? Is it cold calling? Is it speaking from a stage? Like what are those key things that you do regularly that bring that in? And then how can you systematize it to make it happen regularly? All right. So let me break that down a little bit. Let's say, let's say, um, you, you know, 80% of your prospects are coming from, you know, this 20% over here of activity that you're doing, right? The 80%. It's coming from 20%. So it might be that you, you do an event once a month and what you like, when you go back and look at the numbers, you realize that most of your really good leads are coming from this one partner event that you do. Okay. Well, could you do two of those? Could you do three of those? What is it that would help you reach your sales stretch goal? So that that's when I, when I talk about like, what are the top 20% of activities? There's, there's that top 20% that's bringing 80% of your prospects in. Well, what if we did more of that? Think how simple it is when you start to break it down like that to figure out where to be spending your time. So that's one of the um, exercises I want you to do. But that habit is to focus on your top 20% of prospects, your activities, etc. Intentional habit number three is to, again, this might seem obvious, but to take daily and consistent action tied to your sales stretch goal. This, this is so important because if if it's not, if again, if it doesn't happen every day, it's not, it's not a habit. It's not moving you forward. Or if it's not on your calendar, intentionally, it's not going to happen. So looking, really breaking your schedule down and looking at how you manage your time to make sure that it's on your calendar. Your, um, your time management will be the make or break of hitting your goals. And often, you know, people will say to me, Ursula, you know, I just don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Rebecca Hall, one of our, again, one of our coaches at Sales Coach Now, she has a, our clients do this, this, um, it's really time mapping and keeping track of where they spend all their time. And when they do it, they're always shocked to see how much time they actually have and how much time they're actually wasting. Right. And so often, like think about right before you go on vacation, think about all the things you get done in your business before you go. Right? Like you, you will use as much or as little time as you give yourself to get the task done. If let's say you have a project you want to get done, you know, you could decide it's going to take 10 hours or it could take two hours, right? Like you get to make it up. And I get like some projects take more time, but the point is start managing your time and start to put it on your calendar and make appointments with yourself to take those daily and consistent actions that are tied to your sales stretch goal. So I, you know, I have a client, um, I have many clients who, you know, this is one, this is where we start with them. But I'm thinking of one right now who um, is an esthetician and um, broke her sales numbers down because she, you know, she, she wanted to be an esthetician and then eventually grow a business around with other estheticians, but she wanted to master it first. So she wanted to figure out if an esthetician could make 80,000 or more per year. And this was on a smaller market and they, you know, a lot of estheticians weren't just, weren't making that much, but we broke it down to the ridiculous. So we could look at exactly what she needed to do every single day. And we opened up the exact amount of appointments. We figured out how much she had to charge. And then we reverse engineered her marketing plan in a very short amount of time. She was making 80,000 plus, like she was tracking for that. And then she saw how she could take that system that she created, those habits 
and train other estheticians to do the same and grow her own business, right? So breaking it down to the ridiculous so you know exactly how many appointments you need every single day uh, is so critical. And then, and then remember this, to tie it to the time of day when you're actually gonna do it. Now, if you're absolutely not a morning person or there's some really good reason you can't do it at that time, when can you do it? I find that most people who do, do sales calls later in the day don't. They just like, the day gets hijacked somehow. So if you can do them before noon, at least try to make that happen. But then put it on, um, put it on your calendar. I had a, um, a CEO one time who used to put a stop sign on his door to make sure that no one walked in during his calling time because it was that important to him. Intentional habit number four, track your activities and measure results daily compared to your goal. This is simple. Create a simple Excel spreadsheet with your goal every single day and all the activities that you need to do to get there. So simple, like let's say you're gonna make 30 minutes of phone calls, you're gonna make at least 25 calls with the intention of getting two appointments. By the way, having that clear intention of how many appointments you're gonna set in that amount of time is really important because it helps, it helps you get there. When you're intentional, you use different words. So I just wanna encourage you to do that. And then next to it, I want you to record actual. Goal, actual, goal, actual, so that you can start to see the trend and how many calls it's actually taking you to get your two appointments. Now, when I, when I was in the tech training world, I made cold calls every single day. And I used to, I did this so much that I would, I would challenge myself. I would say, Ursula, you can be done as soon as you get two appointments. And so if it only took me 20 minutes, I was done with that part. I was on to my day doing other things where I saw some of my colleagues like on the phone all day, every day, all day, trying to get two appointments. But I noticed when I shifted my intention and I tracked my activities and was really clear on that, the time to get the appointments um, was compressed more and more as I got more skilled at it. So I just want to encourage you to compress and track. Finally, intentional habit number five is to close the sale confidently and consistently. Like that would be a great habit to have, right? Now all of us, you know, in the beginning feel that confident, even when we've been in it for a while, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes when we we're having an off day, but I want you to, I want you to slow it down. And one thing you can do is to keep a journal. Okay. This is called your sales closing journal. And after every sales call you make or sales appointment that you have, I want you to write down sandwich feedback for yourself. One thing you did really well during the sales close, one thing you would change, and one more thing that you did really well. And track it every single time. This is what, this is what I did. This is one of the things we still, we still do in my business, especially when I have speaking events. Like what went well, what would I shift, what went well? And as you keep that journal, you will start to fine tune your closing process and start to see what was really working and what didn't work, and it'll get better and better over time. If you haven't yet, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift to get our PDF, Six Secrets to Doubling Your Sales. It's free. It's quick and easy to download. You can print it out and put it in front of yourself. Um, very powerful and easy for you to use. Also, I would love to support you on your next event that you have coming up or um, your next conference. I love doing keynotes. I love doing breakout sessions. I love doing training sessions for sales teams that can be a day long or two days long. If you want to learn more about how to book me for that, you can go to UrsulaMinches.com. I'm going to spell it U-R-S-U-L-A-M-E-N-T-J-E-S.com. There's um, a little form you can fill out. It sends the email to us about your event and what you want um, to accomplish. And then someone on my team will get back to you to help you with that. Also, because you are a podcast listener, 
remember you get a special price to come to sales camp. So email us at contact at salescoachnow.com. We'll send you information on how you can take advantage of the special price to come to sales camp. We offer 10 sales camps a year, two in sunny, warm San Diego and eight in Minnesota where it's not sunny and warm right now, but it will be. However, I will say this, it's really inexpensive to fly to Minnesota in the middle of winter. So that might uh, motivate you to come here. In our last sales camp, we just had, we had people from um, Florida, Texas, San Diego, Arizona. They all flew in in the middle or at the end of January and were very brave souls. It was kind of nice too, because it snowed one day and they were looking outside, they're like, so beautiful. So we'd love to have you come out and play with us if that's a fit for you. Finally, if you haven't left yet, if you haven't left a review on iTunes, I just want to encourage you to do that. It helps us help other people decide if they want to listen to the show. It helps us lift, uplift other people. And as you know, my mission is to help entrepreneurs and sales professionals like you make a lot of money so you can give back to organizations you care about and live an amazing life. And I want to help as many people as possible do that. So thank you for leaving a review. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. Thanks, everybody. And I just want to encourage you and wish you your most epic month yet. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now.